What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Smoking Tire Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Nextspace, the world's leading dash cam brand. It's now available in the U.S. Get video evidence of bad drivers and parking lot perpetrators to protect your ride, plus life-saving emergency features to protect you and your family. Nextspace gives you peace of mind while you drive. The brand new Series 2 range includes five dash cam models packed with exciting features to meet any driver's budget. Enjoy stunning image quality with 1440p resolution and an IPS touchscreen. Intelligent parking mode detects and automatically records any movement around your vehicle while parked, so you no longer have to worry about parking lot hit and runs. The potentially life-saving emergency SOS feature included on models 322 and up will automatically alert emergency services to your vehicle's exact location if a collision is detected and the driver is unresponsive. The auto-sync feature, included in models 322 and up, uses Bluetooth and Wi-Fi technology to automatically send video files to your smartphone through the My Nextspace Connect app. You can zoom in on number plates in detail, edit and share files over Wi-Fi, and if you experience a collision, the video will automatically be sent to your phone. The full Nextspace Series 2 range is available at Best Buy stores nationwide in the U.S. and Canada, online at Best Buy and Amazon.com. Listeners of The Smoking Tire get 15% off the Nextspace 322GW with GPS, Wi-Fi, Emergency, SOS, Intelligent Parking Mode, and more. Use code 15NEXTBASE. ST to purchase on Amazon. Ready for this code again? 15 next base ST. That's 15 next base ST when you buy it on Amazon. How about race chip? You know, today's modern turbocharged and supercharged engines leave a lot of performance on the table. Race chip offers plug and play performance upgrades for factory, turbocharged, or supercharged cars. There's a healthy increase in power and torque available up to 30%. Plus, you get better fuel economy. You have easy plug and play installation in just 15 minutes. All the engine protection mechanisms are active because it doesn't modify the ECU itself. It's easy to remove, and after the removal, the car goes back completely to stock condition, and uh, it's tested and approved by TÜV. That's the German testing authority. They're much stricter than we are here in the U.S. You got up to a five-year warranty and a 30-day money-back guarantee, and uh, you can give them a follow on Instagram on race chip chip tuning. They say chip twice in the middle of that. Race, chip, chip tuning. Uh, Hit them up on YouTube and Facebook as well for daily content, dyno runs, and car testing. If you want to increase the power of your car in a healthy way, choose Race Chip for quality made in Germany. Go to racechip.us, that's R-A-C-E-C-H-I-P dot U-S. In July, Race Chip has a special offer for listeners of the Smoking Tire. Use code SMOKINGTIRE to get 10% off your order, limited to one race chip per customer, and only during the month of July. That's racechip.us, simply faster. Lastly, we got to remind you guys about that Brio Beardscape Life. I just used mine this morning, actually, and I am feeling beautifully smooth because I pre-buzz. I, like, shave my head with a proper, you know, shaving cream and razor, but I pre-buzz when it gets scruffy, and I use the Brio to, like, 
got through that Syrian fuzz. I've been through so many different buzzers. Like I went through every one that you could buy at like a Target, and then I went to the ones you have to buy at the beauty supply store, and then I got the this crazy one that like only old Italian barbers use, and it weighs like three hundred pounds, and it's made of steel. And I liked that one, but it was very heavy, not very portable. Now the Brio offers that kind of performance, but it's portable. The bra- the battery lasts a long time, so I know I'm not going to find myself in Houston with a dead battery. I only charge it literally once a year. The blade's made of ceramic rather than steel, so it stays sharp for a long time, but also requires less lubricant. You don't have to oil it as often. It's very easy to clean. Comes in a travel pouch. It is the jam. I, I honestly, 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 I really like the Brio Beardscape. It's really, really nice. Um, go to Brio4Life.com, B-R-I-O, the number four, life.com. Upgrade yourself to the Beardscape. I got the best price on the internet with code SMOKING at Brio4Life.com, code SMOKING. All right, on this episode, uh, we got a guy named Justin Peck, and man, has this dude lived. He's uh, died twice. He's broken everything. He's bipolar. He races motorcycles, trucks. He has a race team, um, and his energy is uh, is off the charts. It's, it's a, it, this guy's got a real interesting story. Um, he's very inspiring, and he went from a total stranger to someone that I hope becomes a regular on this podcast every time he's in L.A., uh, author. A motorcycle and off-road truck racer Justin Peck is in the building on the Smoking Tire Podcast. I take his face off. Ah, dude, that is old school shit right there. The fucking John great Travolta. Shit. It is a great shit movie. Nicholas, it, it is a shit movie. It's a great shit movie. Yeah. And there's um up in Malibu, uh, where I like to go drive sports cars. Okay. There's if you want to really fucking go nerd dumb here, you know like the future hospital where the future doctor takes his face off. Okay, that is a dude's crib. That <laughs> building. What? Yeah, yeah, it's a guy's house up in Malibu, top of the mountain. Oh shit! And I've been there for two separate parties. He rents it out for stuff. And when you pull in, you go, God, this is familiar. Oh and then shit! All, the, all like the waiters, you're like, Yo, dude, dude. All the waiters are like, Would you like a taco? Did you know this was the house in Face Off? <laughs> <laughs> wow! I went to an Aston Martin party there once. It was oh. best fuck, dude. That would be dope. Yep, and wow. it's the Smoking Tire Podcast, and now we're fucking live. We're here. Oh, we're here now. We're What's good. happening, Mister Justin Peck? Oh. Welcome, sir. Thank you, sir. You <laughs> don't fucking look like your fucking headshot. Nope. <laughs> you know what, dude? I so fucking catfish you guys right now. I catfish you. You well, had no you idea. Have a, you, 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 you're an author. You're a racer. You're the kind of person that has the kind of person who reached out on your behalf. And then your 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 headshot is very professional in a racing suit. Wow. And then you rolled up, fucking tattoos, <laughs> chain rings, shiny ass shoes. Like, what's up, bro? And I'm like, forgot the mohawk too. This bro. is going to be a good show. This what's is happening? good. This Welcome. is be a good one. Yeah, Thanks for coming good. down. Of course, man. You fucking have raced off-road for almost 30 years. I have been on the dirt and asphalt both for over 30 years, yeah. And for someone who spends the other half of his life talking about how ragged his fucking life has been, <laughs> you, you look pretty good. Ah, thank you. Uh, is did, that, did you is walk that, me wa- watch up, walk up the stairs? No, were you struggling? Were, oh, you, it, were you like Mick Mars going up the stairs? <laughs> dude, have you seen the new Dirt? Yeah, oh the movie. Oh my God, dude. The Dirt? So dope. I much prefer the Dirt to Bohemian Rhapsody. Dude, 
do you? I, yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody I have a lot of problems with, mainly because my fact checker music friend is like, fucking none of that shit yeah, is true. That shit's not right. Yeah. But apparently The Dirt, ironically, is more historically accurate wow. than Bohemian Rhapsody. I you, just I thought it was the best comment that the manager said. I have managed Kiss, in, <laughs> and no one, like, like everybody in that band fucked everything up, right? You don't understand. I've never had a whole band of nightmares. Usually it's like one guy. You know, there's a Keith Richards, but then there's a Charlie Watts. Yeah, exactly. No, they're all Keith Richards. Oh. <laughs> um, you know which one? You used the word catfished. Catfished, yeah. I feel, I feel like I got catfished a little bit because you know why? Me and my wife saw Rocket Man. Oh, my the God. The Elton John one. Yeah. They left the fact that it's a full-on musical, musical out of the previews. I know. They ignore it in the previews. They catfished the fuck out of you. That was catfish. That's Dude, a clickbait fucking preview. <laughs> because, you know, I mean, it's Elton John, right? Yeah. I mean, he's a legend. And so you have to you have to watch it. It was like Bohemian Rhapsody. You yeah, have to watch but that. But then it's like, then the agent starts singing, and I go, what the fuck just happened? Where am I? People I'm, in suits are singing. <laughs> it's like, no, Elton's supposed to sing. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the remote. I'm like, is this a commercial? Shit. I gotta fast forward shit. to this shit. Yeah, I went to a horror movie once in the theater, and they didn't tell you that it was in Spanish. It was called the orphanage, and the whole trailer is it like wasn't el orfanato. No, but when they start when they start playing the movie, it says el orfanato, and I went, wait a minute, and then it started playing subtitle, subtitles. Oh, no. I was like, maybe this is just the prologue. Nope, whole movie oh, in Spanish, no. children in an orphanage, all that stuff. Wow! Yeah, you know what? I just reading and watching a movie. There's two that those are two things that need to be separated. I didn't, I didn't want to read. Yeah. Fuck! Gosh. I was trying to be anti-intellectual. <laughs> exactly. Right so, man, how did you end up still alive? I I read. Oh, I've died I read, twice. I read, yeah, well, actually, that's a good point. You yeah. did die twice. Yeah, Should we twice. just start there? With sure. The times? Do you open with dying twice normally? No. When you're doing like motivational <laughs> speaking, are you like, so get this, get this, die twice? No, I actually, um, I'm gonna try that next time though. Do you have memories of dying? Uh, yeah. Either of the yeah, two yeah. I actually have one that's kind of kind of crazy. Wait, but, so uh, back up, have, back up to about thirty seconds before the dying. Okay. <laughs> so right before I died, right? No, um, you so were right. in a race. Presumably. Yeah. So I was in races. Uh, the first time was in two thousand. So I was in Wells, Nevada. I was at a national um, race there. The year before, I had taken. I think it was either second or third. Cars or motorcycles. Motorcycles. Okay. Yeah. So so full dirt bike stuff, and I knew I could win the thing. Like I just knew it. So we had four hundred. I think there were like four hundred and fifty entries on this race. I mean, there's a lot of guys, all lined up. And they drop the banner, we all take off, and I was running about sixth. So perfect spot for me. I can I can get in um, behind the guys. I'm not worried about the dust, and I knew I was faster than some of the guys. So is it an open course sort of thing, or is this a, a, a stadium circuit kind of thing? No. So the, so this is open course, okay. um, uh, full blown desert stuff. All right. So it, I'm sixth gear, over 100 miles an hour at the start. I mean, it's a freeway. So everybody's bombing to this 20 foot corner. And, you know, over 100 miles an hour, and I get clipped on the back, man, right as I let off the throttle, and I swap, and it launches me off that bike, dude, and, like, I was a rocket ship. Was there, yeah, was there- There was a musical involved. Did you have time involved. to think about, I am flying through the air oh, right dude, now, and- During the air, I'm like, oh, you're fucked, dude. Like, it was, mm -hmm. it was literally like I had that amount of time. So I land, and I roll, and I come to this stop, 
I'm looking around. I'm like, all right, are you dead? Nope, not dead. Are you paralyzed? Nope, you can feel your feet. And then I'm kind of looking around. Dust is settling. I'm starting to move a little bit. I look off to my left, my good, look off to the right, and the only weird thing that I saw was the palm of my left hand. However, my arm was behind me. Yeah, I saw I saw you guys. I saw both of you guys. Right. Well, because you have to do the math now. Yeah. Where is this palm of yours? Yes. I was like, he said he looked right. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Looked right, but left. So yeah, it basically. So think of it this way: hyperextended, but all of the way. Right. So it folded. It completely severed my tricep, and I'm laying on it. Right. So I jump up. I'm like, I'm still racing, bro. So I run oh, over to my so bike. Much adrenaline. Oh, dude, so much. It, it was insane. Wow. Right? So I'm bombing towards the bike. I can see it. it's like 200 feet away. So I run over to the bike. I grab the bike, pick it up. When I pick it up, You're... the rest of the tricep breaks. Uh, like I can feel it go ding, 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 ding. Right? You're like Deadpool. Dude, it was, <laughs> yeah, right? And so I'm like, oh my God. So I was pissed. Crazy. Dude, I was pissed. So I'm looking around, right? And I see the dude. This is not even hurt at this point? No, not yet. No. No, not yet. So I'm looking around and I see the dude that hit me. He swapped out. And I think that he was making sure that I was okay is why he stopped. The thing that he didn't realize is I'm a very competitive guy. And so I see him. He gives me the thumbs up. I run across the track and I tackle him off his fucking dirt bike, dude. Just pissed because he hit you? And start just pounding him through his helmet, dude. Oh, God. I'm like, you fucker. What was the other hand doing while you were okay. hitting him? So then I get tackled, right? I get tackled off. and By a third party. By one of the people that-, that By his the, other hand. Yeah, by my other hand, exactly. <laughs> by that third hand that was then going out somewhere. Then I got punched in the face by a ghost. <laughs> so <laughs> this, the, one of the, the guys pulls me off. He's like, man, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm beating the shit out of this guy. Do you see that? He's like, dude, we totally saw it. It's completely justified. However- when you were running across, your arm was like a noodle, dude. It was like flipping dude, around. You're oh hurt, God. man. Your arm is off. So uh. <laughs> I'm like, I can't feel anything. So literally within 15 minutes, I was black and blue from my fingertips to my armpit. And I went back to the pits. I was by myself. It was me and my dog. So we were good. I was nine hours away from my house. So I finished watching the race. I slept, what? I slept in my truck. Wait. Fuck out of here. This was on a Saturday. I drive home on Sunday. I get home. Does your arm even work? No. Oh, hell no. Why, why didn't you or someone take you now, to the hospital? Listen. There's it's a, called common sense, and I don't have much of, of it here. decisions made here. <laughs> oh. None of them involving the race Okay, listen. This is story <laughs> number fucking one. The, ra- right? the race marshal the race marshal's like, my jurisdiction ends at the track, okay? <laughs> yeah, right? So What? It was, um, yeah, so basically what I did is when it when it hyperextended, yeah. I exploded my elbow. I, oh. It completely disintegrated, and then my triceps, and now my triceps all balled up in my, yeah. up in my delt. So, this is so the doctors, I'm like cringing just listening. <laughs> this is so gross. Oh, no, it, it, gets, it gets better. Beef jerky? Anybody? It does. What? Mud flaps. Anyway, so I was still racing. So there were two races left in the in the championship. I was second in the points. I only needed to podium one one time out of the two races. Wait, you skipped and I over a key part here. No. You got home. Okay. You're now home. Yeah. And your arm is f- completely fucked, but you're home. Yeah, I'm home. So and you don't go. To, you still don't go to a doctor. I didn't go until that next Tuesday, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> and it's mostly because it was inconvenient. <laughs> 
I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It was inconvenient. So I go into the doctor and he's like, oh my God, what the hell? And they they pull off like all the x-rays and stuff and they're like, man, we've never seen this before. So they explained to me what they needed to do. They needed to take a hill bone from a cadaver with the Achilles tendon already attached to that hill bone. Okay. Visualizing this. Uh-huh. Okay. Then they took the hill bone put it on the end of my arm, put this long rod here, Holy and then grafted shit. the tricep, or grafted the, the Achilles tendon to my tricep. Wow. Oh so I literally have three Achilles tendons. Wow. That's so yeah. weird. So, but what's crazy about it is- Does it creep you out to get cadaver parts? Nah. It might kind of creep me out a little bit, I can mm. be honest. Dude, I can shoot basketball with this left hand. Like <laughs> no amazing. other dude. Oh wait, are you like Henry Rowengartner? <laughs> Maybe. That, you know you see that movie? That movie, Rookie of the <laughs> Year? Rookie of the Year, yeah. He yeah, breaks yeah. his arm and he can throw 100 miles an hour? Yeah. <laughs> How do you remember? Never mind. Yeah. How do you remember? No, I remember I the movie. I don't remember the guy's name in the movie. <laughs> uh, well, I, I knew what he was talking about, but I- yeah. I, I go, I go deep bananas. with the references sometimes. Gotcha. Wait, so where does this relate to dying so I had the surgery but mm-hmm. the, and, and that's kind of where I was going so this the crash happened the doctor says you're an idiot so he's like we need to get you into like immediate surgery and I told him no I'm like bro like, I have two more races to do and he's like you can't even use your arm yeah. man I'm like what are you talking about so I said like this is what I need you to do. I need you to build me a brace. Okay, this is in 2000, oh bro. This is 20 God. years ago. <laughs> Think about it. this is 20 years ago. The surgery had never been done in the United States before, ever. So, what country did you have to go to to find no, someone I, who had done we, it? Germany, probably. No, we found. I, I found a guy here that would do it, but uh-huh. he literally did it via online 20 years ago. Yeah. What do you mean, like operating lasers from, or operating robots from somewhere else? The guy, one of the, the surgeons who had mm-hmm. done the surgery before yeah. was online with him, guiding him through the process. Oh, guiding like the other Like on Skype? <laughs> this is 2000, though. So I don't even think they had that. I think it was on MySpace. On AOL <laughs> yeah, Instant MySpace. Messenger? <laughs> yeah. It was this camera. It was this Logitech camera. <laughs> yeah, it was that Logitech. Bam. Oh, my wow. God. So, All right. So you're so, doing the surgery yeah. over Skype. How many times did you hear, no, no, your other left. No, your no, surgeon, yeah. other left. Other left, other left, other left, other left. <laughs> no, stage right. There you go. Stage left. <laughs> no, I'm not a NASCAR driver. Oh, left, my God. Left, left, left. So anyway, I, um, I told the doctor, it's like, like this championship's important to me. I'm a racer. You guys get it. Like we're racers. That's yeah. what happens. And so, I it took me a couple of weeks to talk him into it because I just wouldn't have the surgery done. So they made this brace for me, this hydraulic brace that clamped here and clamped around my bicep it, high, like, like kept your arm in sort of yeah position. with this hydraulic ram that went on both sides and I was able to lift with my right hand and put it up on top and then I could still have I had function with my hands enough to hold on to a motorcycle while racing off-road it was good enough to hold on for about a hundred and fifteen miles out of a hundred and twenty five mile oh, race. Okay. So, so what happened wow. in mile one sixteen? <laughs> one sixteen I weeded it, man. Like I yard sailed hard. I couldn't hold on anymore. Yeah. So basically what had happened is because I couldn't hold on, the blisters that we'd always form right here, they blistered broke, blistered broke, and then started bleeding. Ooh, Jesus so Christ. now I'm like a bloody mess a on my hands. Hour, man. <laughs> <laughs> Story number one. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I ultimately I raced, I crashed, I picked the bike back up up, braces all broken, everything. I finished the race. I got fourth, ended up second in the championship, which is I was a little pissed about, but <laughs> it's okay though, man. I finished the race and literally two days after that last race, I went and got cut. 
So, I don't know if this is a good moral of this story, <laughs> man. I got to be honest with you. I mean, I'm impressed. I mean, I, <laughs> You're tough I, as fuck. I'm oh, imp- shit. I guess I'm impressed, but I'm not really sure I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm not sure that's bravery or stupidity. Oh, it's stupidity, it's bro. Like, I think that's fuck. stupidity. Dude, there's no common sense behind that whatsoever. I mean, <laughs> think about it. It's the one arm, like, and I'm racing for a trophy. Uh, well, that's, that's actually, I mean, right. I, I'm racing for my trophies. next question was like, did you have like one of those like uh, rowdy burn situations where no. the bike's got to finish the season? Otherwise, nobody gets paid. Or no. like, no, we it was literally for you. Yeah. You went back yeah. and did those two races on a completely fucked arm yep. and some crazy bit of hardware yep. because you mentally needed to do them. Yep, absolutely. That's some wild shit. That's where people who really are the, the, the career racers. Yeah. That's like so. You, do you think that 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 next level, forgive the use of the term, but I don't have a better word right now, craziness as it comes to oh, racing. I'm as fucking crazy as they come. Well, I know, but you also lecture about bipolar disorder, and so I don't want to use the wrong terminology There's by no politically correct shit with me, bro. Not okay, at all. Fine. Uh, nevertheless, do you, think, do you think that mental instability and being the racing driver that's willing to take it that far are related directly? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, 100%, man. Like, and, and this is one of the things that I see. So I've raced probably 25 different series. Uh-huh. I, I mean, over the years and years and years that I've done this. And so I know all of the racers and I know the personalities. Yeah. Knowing the personalities, it's just, it's very interesting to me because I know what I go through and I know what I, what my mind does mm. and what spins in mind. And I you know see it in other people. I do like all the time. I see it all the time in other people. And, and so I think with me being able to talk about the disorder and being open with it, it's giving other people, racers included the, I don't know, the stability, the, the support of saying, Hey, you know what? It's okay to talk about this. Well, being an adrenaline junkie and being a drug addict are not completely too, different. They're different, but they but aren't you kind of seeking that same level of yeah. high? I no. mean, well, I, I I mean that's why ultimately the opiate addiction is is like it is, right? Yeah. I mean, so if you look on me and my story, right, on my opiate addiction that I had, it was actually from this crash. Yeah, it starts with an yeah, injury, I, I imagine, mean, right? I mean, injury equals addiction, right? Yeah. And if you're, not, if you're not careful. And so I literally started on the pills and they worked me up to this massive amount. And then they're like, nope, you can't take it anymore, which <sighs> is what they do, right? Yeah. And so I was like, um, okay. The first couple days, man, you're going through withdrawals and yeah. I don't know what withdrawals feels like. I just know that I feel like shit. Yeah. So... I literally, like, I called one of my buddies, and I was filming some stuff, and he, like, he's like, dude, you want to go to Alaska? I'm like, sure, what are we doing? We're filming some stuff. Okay. So I literally went to Alaska. We flew to Alaska, mm-hmm. and I had I had spent a couple, probably about a week prior to that, trying to get all my drugs yeah, yeah, for, yeah, for, yeah. The, for the trip, yeah. and I, so I ended up going to the, the airport. And in one moment, I took all the drugs and flushed them and still got on the airplane. And I went to Alaska, filmed for two weeks under severe withdrawals. And 
when but I. But after that, was it kind of all right? I was sober, dude. Yeah, I, I was sober ever since. That's sort of a lucky circumstance. Very there. lucky. Yeah, yeah, very lucky. So Did you throw them away just out of fear of getting arrested, carrying all that. No, just, why? You just like now's the time. Well, it was they made they were making the calls. Um, last call, you know, for Alaska flight, whatever, uh-huh. right? And I was like, all right, I'm gonna use the bathroom real quick and so yeah, I yeah. cruised into the bathroom and it was that moment you know like when you stare at yourself in your eyes yeah, yeah, yeah. like alright I have been there I, it's, it's like time to be a fucking grown yeah, up time, time to grow up bro yeah. like it's you've got to pull your head out of your ass and so that's what I did and it's not the smartest thing like I could have died from that I was taking a lot so oxys yeah Oxys are fucking so gnarly. Oh my god! It's I got some after I had a back surgery, and I know you've had like ten thousand surgeries. I've had a few. Yeah, you had a spine surgery. I have two. Yeah, yeah. spine surgeries are fucking bad because it radiates yeah. through your whole body, and they give you plenty of drugs for that. Yes, they do. I think we're very. I think I'm very lucky that after my back surgery, that I live in a state that has legal weed oh and god. has such ready access to weed. Yep. Because within. I don't know. Zach was living with me at the time. I think I got off the Vicodins and shit like within a week of having my surgery, really. Well, you were just over it by that point because you've been taking them to manage pain. Oh, I I had to delay my back surgery to film a season of a TV show. Oh, okay. They were like, you can have this surgery, but you can't drive for a month. uh, And they're like, well, you have a TV gig and you need to do nothing but drive for three months. So I del- I did the show and delayed the surgery till after the show, but I was murdering yeah. Vicodins, murdering, ah. and I couldn't I couldn't wait. To, I felt like so terrible taking yeah. them. Couldn't no, of course. Terrible. Well, the thing is, is you feel amazing for the first little bit, yeah. But dude, it's, after that, you feel like garbage. It, it's like it's like drinking, right? Yeah. It's like I drank way too much, and then the next day you're like, ugh. Yeah. I feel pretty good when I'm like four drinks in. Yeah, but I now I feel I, feel, <laughs> I get so hungover now. <laughs> oh, For those of you out there that are under thirty five, man, wait till you hit like thirty five. Oh. Hangovers are fucked up yeah. when you're an adult. Yeah, <laughs> when you're an They're adult, properly debilitating. <laughs> when you're, no, I'm sorry. Oh my god. Wait, let's talk racing again. Perfect. So when you're um. I've always wondered this about these very long course kind of off-road mm-hmm. races like mid 400 and stuff like yes. that. We have a very big course that covers a lot of ground yes. or hammers and maybe I just don't know this because I haven't watched these in person. You have a crash like you had a bad crash where you go sailing off your bike or you roll your UTV or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Who finds you? Like how long can you? How, you know what I mean? Like how yeah. long can you sit out there potentially? You know, ha- dying. Is that is that a no? That is that's that a real concern? A, oh they yeah. Really, do they have really oh, yeah. good patrol there? No, no, it's, it's a real concern for yeah. sure. There's more and more helicopters in the Baja 1000 now than yeah. ever. And part yeah. of it's that reason. Yep. Yeah. Like rescue and spotting. Right? You should you should go ahead. No, and talk, we, well, yeah. no, well, no, you're nailing it though. I mean, like last year we had, I mean, very sad, unfortunate events. We had two motorcycle guys die. Oh yeah. And dude. Inland on the inland, it was a hundred and thirty degrees, man. Yeah. And so when you're on a dirt bike, it's brutal. But on the flip side of that, I'm in a trophy truck, yeah. right? So I've got a motor that I'm basically sitting on, yeah, it's pretty which hot, is man. radiating, <laughs> right? So our in the inside of the cab is typically about 140 degrees. Do you get Whoa. suit ventilation or seat ventilation at least? No, helmet, I, right? I get, I get helmet helmet yeah, blower. Yeah, I, yeah, I have the blower, I have the Parker Parker. I mean, so. without helmet air, you would actually oh, we would die. die. Yeah, yeah, you'd actually die, <laughs> yeah. but like, you gotta get, I got to test in an M6 GT3 car a oh. couple of years ago, it was lovely, wow. but by far the best thing about it was that it had an air-conditioned seat. 
It, it was, did? Yeah. Oh. It was fucking sick. Wow. Because you have to race with the with sealed windows Ah, closed. that's right. That's right. So it gets crazy hot in yep. there. You're cooked, but- Well, that's like GRC, right? they vent right? the helmet and they- Yeah, but but this is an endurance race car. You're in the car for fucking hours. It's not a- GRC race is eight minutes long. Oh <laughs> my God. Have you raced Rallycross? Yeah. Or, well, no, I haven't. I actually haven't been able to compete in it i've raced it but i actually it, nothing it's the most note. fun thing ever isn't it well so there's a place in in um washington that i go to that dirtfish uh, dirtfish yeah. Yeah. yeah oh we know we, i've been to dirtfish we've we both yeah. been dirtfish rule yeah, we nate, plug them all the time nate weston all those guys yeah. down there like nate tennis he's like these guys are like my boys now and so i've i've been down there quite a few times do you, do you prefer uh, bikes, rally cars, trophy trucks? What's your what's your if you if you not that you do have to, but what, if you had to stick with one? Yeah, uh, man, there's a, honestly that is a hard one. So definitely not dirt bikes. I stopped the dirt bike thing years and years and years ago. Um, it would be between the trophy truck and or. Yeah, the trophy truck. Trophy truck. I, I'm just gonna say, you I say mean, trophy truck over rally car. Well, it's it, so I did a lot of the Lucas Oil um, short course stuff mm -hmm. as well, right? And dude, those things. That's just so awesome. Fun. So you know, I I did the the uh, the Pro Light for three years. Um, we had a Pro Two that we raced as well. And and you're you're a team owner as well, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah. now, how many trucks are you guys running? Um, one, two, three, four. We have five cars now. You tour? Do, you, do they all tour around together? Yeah. They, they all, yeah. So they all race on the same weekends at the same places, pretty much. Yes and no. Um, so we have our Class One car. We have the Trophy truck, and then we have um that one, that one, and then we have a Junior cart. So my 13 year old. My little guy, uh -huh. he races as well. Nice. So we have those, and then um, we do some asphalt stuff, like shifter carts, oh, and then cool. and then, um, A100s. I know that doesn't make any sense to no, a lot that? of people, but it's they're basically they're fast go karts. Oh, cool. They'll do 80 miles an hour. But so. they're go karts. Yeah. They, they don't like not like the legends cars, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah those legends cars are. Dope. They're awesome. They are. Remember that kid who drove so that awesome. thing that we filmed, Zach? It was like Dylan Murray. Dylan Murray, yeah. right? Yeah, he was like fucking twelve and was mobbing this <laughs> legend's cool. car. He was awesome. Oh, and they're um, and they're very actually inexpensive to run. I mean, oh, yeah. they're they're not that bad. I think they're bike motors, right? Yeah. Aren't they like Jixer yeah. seven fifty motors or something like that? Yeah. The funnest thing that I don't know about Zach, but the funnest thing I have ever driven in my life is called a cross cart. Mm. You know those guys? Fuck, dude. The fast I, and speed I guys? I literally was just about ready to say, because you didn't mention it. Yeah. I was about ready to cross say, have you ever heard the, of these cross carts? Yeah, cross carts are the jam. My boy Kevin Madsen, who's my videos. driving instructor, works with them. Oh. And that thing is rowdy, yep. and it's so fun. I would love to own one of them. It is probably... So I went out um, when Tony was running everything out there. I went out in my area, and it was kind of a big car getaway for a bunch of dudes right uh -huh. so we had some drifters out there we had the gtr out there we had you know I, I brought the trophy truck and then they brought this cross cart out so i i i'm giving everybody rides in the trophy truck and they're like fuck dude this is awesome i'm like i want to drive that thing though yeah. and so tony's like all right man like jump in and i'm like okay this is what i need you to do i need you to get in it first and i need you to hit the track but don't be a pussy. Yeah, I need yeah. you to drive a hard because I need to hear shift points. Uh -huh. So everybody else there, they're like, what? What does he mean by shift points? And it was funny to me because I'm 
I thought I was doing like with a bunch of racers. And then when you start talking about shift points and camber and caster and toe and all that, and they were like, what? We no, you're with like toy cow. Yeah. Like, guy, yeah. Guys we're, are just playing. We're, we're, I, I was there with weekenders, but which is awesome. I mean, it was like, it's amazing. So, so could you watch him drive around the track yes. and go, okay, second gear up yep. to third there, fourth. Okay. Now down to second for that corner. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I watched him do the whole thing, but I'm up there with my stopwatch. <laughs> right. I mean, we're racers. Race cars, driver, going race. So, so then it was that literal, all right, man, you just did a one minute 54.2. I need you guys See, to time me. I didn't know I was being timed. <laughs> oh my this God. He said well, that. Let me go again. <laughs> Fuck you. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah. So I get out and it took me two laps. It literally is the most controllable, most Dude, it was unbelievable. Yeah, you it's can like put driving it a fly. Exactly, <laughs> you can put it anywhere at any time. You yeah. can, it can be rotated, a little bit of throttle. Because you can place it anywhere and at any angle that yes. you want to hit it. It's like it's the best drift car like I've ever. Ever, driven. it was so fun. Ever, yeah. you put so, like seven hundred treadwear tires in the back uh, of it, and you're all day. Yep, all you know. All, exactly, it's so fun. Yeah, Fa- you, you got to drive speed. so many things. Because I, I, I think I've never driven a trophy truck. I've driven. Uh, like a buggy before, but in my head, the math of like off-road, loose surface plus V8 just seems great. <laughs> yes. But I, I, I'm sure this reacts 10 times faster because it's so light and small and low. Is that, like like you said in your one of your bios, like racing short courses, like a shotgun fight in a closet, which yep. I think is hilarious. Yeah. Was it- I like that, did, did That's the, very good. Ah, that's shotgun very good, yeah. What is, what is the, the things you don't like about that racing? Is it just, it's slow or the trucks are heavy compared to these things or- In, in short course? Yeah, in short course. Dude, I tell you, the, the main reason, and honestly, yeah, this is, I'm not dissing on anybody, but the, the biggest problem that I had was they were allowing 14 year olds on the track. Man, they're not old enough yet. That's a growing trend in motorsport in general. Yeah, I it's know. Weird. I, I actually which I've seen this a lot now. It's, it's well, weird. It, it's, it's happening. Weird. Like, it really is happening yeah. everywhere. And we so, see it in, in road racing, too. Yes. And there's a... FD. A Formula Drift. Everything. Drift yeah. in general. Um, that kid, NASCAR. Steve, that kid, Steven, um, who is a sweet guy and has a ton of talent, uh, is like, I think he's 16, uh-huh. and he, he won a Lamborghini Super Trofeo race. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. You remember him from Shift Sector? The kid that I was taking bets with at Shift Sector when oh, he was wow. this, so I met this kid when he was like ten, okay. he's this tall, and I was literally betting with him <laughs> for who was going to win at runway racing. Okay. Yeah. And his father was like, "Can you not gamble with my ten year old?" And I was shit. like, "Oh shit, my bad." Well, as it turns out, like this kid has like a lot of talent. Wow. And, and is now a, a, an IMSA racing driver. Wow. At sixteen, he doesn't even have a license yet, driver's license. So, but, but yeah, but they there are reasons to not allow that to happen. Yeah. I just, like, such as well, it just uh, for me, when you're 14 years old, you don't have that. I don't feel like they quite have that mental capacity yet to be a safe racer. Sense of consequence. There you go. Well, you yeah. don't. Your prefrontal cortex doesn't develop till you're like 19. Yeah, so exa- like you straight yeah. up don't have the part of the brain that's like exactly. Are you, are the, you the correct person to judge? A <laughs> yeah, wait a minute sense here. Of consequence. Okay, I seem here. to recall 15 <laughs> minutes ago when you told me <laughs> that has you, it been 15 <laughs> minutes already. Damn. Dang. I, so, I know your point. I know you, what you're saying. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, the problem you're not is, the ideal spokesman. Yeah. They were cost. just. Uh, they crash. They just crash into you. That was. That was my bitch. Oh really? That was my. That was the thing that would always piss me off because I would be running, I'd have a great race, and I'd 
an apex great right i'd i'd come out of the corner just perfect and then i'd have this squirrel come out of nowhere mm. and blast me and blow the truck up and i don't get to finish the race do you call that forcing you as in an off-road racing <laughs> as well i feel like a 14 year old would dive bomb a corner and you use your truck oh, to break it happens constantly that's like the straight mm. forza 7 yep. move yep. Like, oh, damage, wait a minute. damage they're, off they're, yes <laughs> <laughs> and so then ultimately what happens is their dad pays for the money yeah or, or, or pays for the truck and then I have to pay for my truck and yeah. you know I mean off-road dirt's expensive I mean people people don't understand that <laughs> off-road sport is just stupid expensive well, how, do you, I mean would you mind what if just if someone goes you know man that, that short course shit looks dope I'd love to I'd love to run uh, you know a, a, a competitive but maybe not you know maybe I'm not podium mm -hmm. in every race but I want to go race I have some talent I have some money I'd like to be competitive what does it cost to run a season of, of Lucas Oil so if you were going to run an entire series so the truck um, let's say you're going to be you're going to jump into a pro light right yeah. so th let's that, assume no major crashes yeah no no major crashes the truck's going to cost you a hundred and then this the whole series is going to cost you a hundred for a year so and that's is it, the truck itself good for multiple years if you don't trash yeah. it too bad? Well, yeah, the so chassis, yeah, the chassis, yeah, yeah, yeah. The I mean, we go through motors. We it's every yeah, so do you tear down setup before each race. Every race. Do you guys have as, like sealed engines? Like is this yes. as a spec? Yep. Is a spec engine? Yep. yep. What's the What's the motor? Um. So we run um the LS three, but, oh. it's, but it's the fuel injected. So it's a fucking crate LS three. The crate LS three. Oh, great is that? I know. It, they just changed the rule though, and so I I got to run the last year um with the LS3 mm -hmm. in it. Before that, we were running like a Dugan um, Dodge motor that was stupid fast, to, and, you know, as well. But when we went to the fuel injection, because what was happening... But an old school motor, carved yeah, motor. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. But what, what would happen is it was carbureted. So when I would tip over, I was famous for tipping over, what happens, right? Gravity fuel takes over, dr fuel drains yeah, out, right? good. and the, and it, it lights up. Well, so I've good. been on fire a few times as well. So I've burnt my lungs and all sorts of stuff. Oh, that's, that's fucking terrible. Oh, it hurts. Yeah, like, that's terrible. That inhaling of yep. the... Having the burnt lungs, I, I think probably what was more miserable is the burning fiberglass. Ugh. Like when you take a big oh. breath of burnt fiberglass, ugh, that's just that's like for life. Oh, dude, it's lethal, man. Yeah. Like it's oh it's God. like a constant itch all the time. Well, if you like rub against bare fiberglass with your arm, it's it like itch hurts for yeah. a day. Yeah. So jeez. Yeah. yeah. So when you inhale it, when it's on fire, it's. Have not. you ever had a, an incident of any kind where you said? I mean, obviously, you decided to stop racing motorcycles, so you did yeah. have you did have something there where you said, yep. "Okay, we're done with this." Broke both my legs. Yeah, <laughs> I was in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. Have we'll you ever had anything like that with cars, or do you just really feel like if you've got a roll cage there that I you'll probably be okay? Yeah, that's that's actually kind of what I think is I'll probably be okay. I so two years ago I was doing the Vegas Torino race and we were leading by forever. Like we were, I think we had like a twelve minute lead, and so I was kind of backing it down a little bit and I was cruising down this gravel road when I went off track. So I, I basically a little cloud of dust popped up and I missed my apex and I was flat out. So we were flying down this thing, missed my apex and slid off the track and our GPS, I went off the track at like 106 miles an hour, rolled the truck 13 times. Whoa. Literally from where I, we went off track to where the truck finally stopped was like 700 feet. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's really dude, far. Dude, it was crazy. But 
not only was it the crash there, but think like you've been on the dirt roads where they've got the ravine on the like the left side, mm-hmm. the mountain on the right. Okay, we were crashing through the ravine, so rocks. We had our impact like when we blow a tire, we had our impact zing like fly out of the pouch and go like went across, hit my co-driver in the head. Tires flying off, dude. It was crazy. That's nuts. And we sat out there for about 45 minutes before, before anybody saw you b- oh yeah saw, so that goes back to that before goes back to the question. yes yep. you're fucking fucked if someone's hurt yes oh man yeah if you're if you're hurt hurt so what they've done now best so they of, have like a beacon uh, yes. like emergency come get yes. me button yeah. yeah so best in the desert this year 2019 which i have to give those guys huge kudos man mm-hmm. they put in the safety equipment in it so now we've got this this race tracker that if you if you weed it if you wad it up you push this button and like you'll the have cal- help. the cavalry, the cavalry come. Ah, yeah. that's Good. important you it's, got, it's, it's, it's for huge. this open ra- open racing type stuff you got to have that oh yeah I, I mean we've there's been a lot of crashes man i mean there's been people hurt and it's it's awesome to see that the sport and the people that are in charge of the sport are taking control of the sport mm. saying that like safety is very very important what's the appeal of uh, open desert racing versus like stadium racing like is it like I love them both. Oh yeah. man, it's like rally versus rally cross, right? It's well, I know. Yeah. What kind of what kind of rush do you get in one versus the other? So short course, of course, is the fans, the right? Crowd. Yeah, it's the, the crowd. The right? crowd's awesome, man. Yeah. Like it's it, to it's be a able, Friday night, middle of nowhere. Yes. I've had a thirty rack before I got here. Kind <laughs> it, of crowd, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I mean, it's great, and you know, we fit in. We're the type of team that we don't like to see the fans walk by us so we'll invite them into the pits mm. check out the car take pictures like do whatever and so we like to try to give back as much as we can to the fan base uh, being that the short course is what it is i mean let's be honest man we're jumping trucks 200 feet it's it's pretty what's, cool what's funner than that right is funner even a word I mean, on this show it definitely is perfect <laughs> perfect <laughs> grammar police pee? don't fucking work here <laughs> So no, I was up close for that um, at uh, Long Beach. I, I oh, saw the stadium nice. super trucks, yep. and seeing those guys sail as high and far as they do to flat land it yep. on concrete. You're just like, whoa! It's so good. It's this some of the is, best races oh, right now. Yeah, yeah. like why do not? Why does every race series not involve major jumps? I mean, no, really, exactly. It's really the the first time you hucked a fucking truck like that. <laughs> And oh someone was God. like, no, no, really. Too. No, really, the landing will be okay. And you're like, I don't know, man. How is, what did that feel like? Yeah, so it was, um, I remember, like, so it was in, in Lake Elsinore, right? And they have this, this they call it the ski jump. Thing is massive on the pack side. And it was one of my big first races I've ever done. And so I would hit the ski jump. I'd power up to it and then right at the, at the base I would break to weight load transfer weight then back on the throttle and just bup bup and little squirt off the top and be fine right that's to intentionally keep it low yes right you actually were trying to kind of absorb some of that energy as you yes. went up the ramps to avoid a big launch yes was that for strategic reasons or because you were being a pussy I was being, I was being a pussy okay cool yeah yeah Long but, yeah, yeah hands down I was I was I was being the JJ, and so I remember the second lap through, someone passed me. I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. I'm just going to keep up with him. So he went around that corner. I stared right on his bumper. I'm like, holy shit, he's not lifting. All right, here we go. And fucking centered. Yeah. yeah. And it, 
it literally that moment right there changed my life <laughs> it, it was uh, you can picture it in was the movie amazing. of your life it slows down oh yeah it zooms in on your fucking face through the helmet and you're like this <laughs> oh yeah and it's like chariots of fire love it <laughs> oh yeah, my god i can picture that scene in the movie yeah it's it, uh i was running on the side of it yeah no it's uh it's amazing though i get it really is but then you switch gears and do the long distance stuff and when you're able to do 130 140 miles an hour across four foot bumps mm, i mean four so foot awesome. bumps yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're just bah, 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 and you're just kind of skipping across you're the top just of wooded through the whole thing and so your left foot's just hovering above the brake, right? The entire race. Yeah. So, you know, the nine hours that we're in the car. Your left leg is you're super just, cramped. You're just cramped and you're just hovering right there. But it's the it's the accomplishment, I think. So the Baja, like last year was 1,183 miles. Mm. Took them like 16 hours yeah. to do that race. It was insane. So this year, I mean, last year was the 50th. And so this year, I think, and I think we're like 700 miles, so it's not as bad. But Vegas Torino's, you know, 700 miles, six, you know, six, 700 miles. There's something special about not being able to see where you started the race. Yeah. You know? Covering yeah. covering a vast distance. Yes. And, and, and any, any type of challenge when you actually cover not just many laps yeah. and you actually cover, I think that's part of like... Guys who do fucking cannonballing yes. or, or, you know, the iron butt, you know, yep. stuff mm-hmm. like all of all of that shit is about, wow, I just I just rode a bicycle a thousand miles yep. or, you know, whatever that I think. Was it really four hours ago? I was in like another state. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? That's, I well, think yeah. That's a cool. I mean, literally eight hours ago. I was home yeah. in Utah. Yeah. I was in another state. You don't seem like, did you? were you born in Utah? Yeah, you don't I, seem like a Utahan. I'm a not. Utahan. A Utahian. Yeah. I was born in Utah. I don't claim it, but I'm planted there. I have four kids, so mm. I'll never leave. Yeah. So what it it's is. It's a beautiful state. No, it's not. I think. I, I think <laughs> oh, wait a minute. No. Hold. Like Park <laughs> City, all the mountains. Raw. Awesome. Uh, yeah. I'm, pretty I'm all into that. Yeah, Park City's great. It's like saying California's great, right? Yeah, True. It's San Diego I, mean, is, I guess I have the Pariah Wilderness oh, tattooed on yes, my arm you right do. here. I did, uh, I did some desert landscape photography. Oh, perfect. I was. Just, I literally was just there doing in the parks, like Lower Antelope Canyon. Really? I stayed in like two months ago. Oh, wow. It was fire. That place rules. It's rad. No, Utah has it's it has some charms. It really does. Yeah, but it, you it, don't it, seem like a Utahian. No, it's I'm I'm not. I mean, Utah's great if you get rid of the people. <laughs> so I, I, when I, I spent like a month there once, and I came back and I was like, pretty rocks, weird fucking people. Yeah, yeah. I can't buy beer on Sunday. What? I don't. I don't get this anymore. I don't get it either. Yeah. I mean, you, you've got a bordering state that. Sells weed, mesquite, right? bro. Yeah, just go to mesquite. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have Wendover from us, so it's, oh yeah, yeah it's right. like forty-five minutes. Is what is that where is that where Provo is forty-five from Wendover? I was just in nah, Wendover, Salt Bonneville. Oh, oh, saw Salt Lake. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you about to go back. Actually, when you're in the paddock and you're you're spotting signs of mental illness in okay. other in other racers. Okay, do you then? get concerned about being on the track with them or no. do you does it does it manifest itself in other ways besides how do i sneakily get this person to see a shrink like you or 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 whatever yeah so there are in that group of people 
there are, I have really good friends, of course, right? I, I race against these guys. And so, but there's also people in that group that I hate because it's racing and it's competitive and like that guy took me out on that race and it's what it is. But when I, when I'm able to sit down and actually talk to the racers and talk to my friends, the guys that are struggling, they, they do come up to me and it's, it's kind of a crazy thing because the reason that they're coming up to me is because I'm actually talking about it now. Mm. Because I have the voice, now they're looking at it of like, all right, well, if JP's doing it, then I'll, well, maybe I'll talk to him. Racing is such a macho thing. Oh, dude, it's a fucking ego-like thing, man. And it's an individual sport. Yep. I mean, uh, it is a, quote, team sport in terms of you've got guys working in yeah. your car, but they're not in the car yep. with you, you know, so it's sort of like weight of the world on your shoulders yep. kind of thing combined well, with ego. Yes. Ironically... You are someone who, after your motorcycle crash, like a, a dad whose son is like, my ribs really hurt after this race. He could go, really? Because Justin's arm <laughs> moved to the other side of his body, and he raced the next two races. Yeah. So how about you just put on your shoes? And, and now, exactly. and, and I totally understand though that now you are you are opening the door where someone can feel okay talking about them having a problem, even yes. though they're in this very like macho tough sport. It's like these things don't have to be mutually exclusive. Yeah, exactly. And and you know, it's the people they don't need to be public like I am. Yeah. It, being public about mental health isn't for everybody. It's fucking hard. And I, it's very hard because every story that I tell, I literally relive that story every single mm. time. Right. And so I, I have some crazy stories on the mental health side. And so when I tell them, I relive it. And then it usually takes me a day to recover. Yeah. Like I literally have to recover my brain because of just the emotion yeah the, the emotional part behind it yeah because you whatever regrets you have of like whatever that embarrassing yep. horrible thing was now you're like oh my god i really did fucking fuck that guy over yep. or whatever yep. it was like i've definitely had that before yep i don't have by like i have a lot of self-loathing like i might yeah. yeah my default is actually self-loathing i get it which though. is super it's super shitty because like i'm super privileged and i have like the the fucking list of things that are going right uh -huh. you know what i mean is pretty goddamn lengthy yep and yet and yet it's almost it's it is irrational yes. really irrational you nailed it that is yeah. that is the word it's irrational thinking yeah but so. the, but it's like it's the reason the internet gets to you it's yep. the reason you know what i mean yep. that that some shit you said to some chick in 2004 <laughs> you know what i mean yep. still bothers you and and Jesus, wow, I, I fucking look like shit in that shirt. I'm a piece of shit. You yep. know what I mean? Whatever, however it manifests itself, it's like if you don't have actually someone to like talk about it with that where you don't really feel like you're, I don't know, masculinity yeah. or whatever. Like, it I feel will, like it, it will eat you alive. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it literally will eat you alive. And like in racetracks, especially like not to shit on middle America, but especially <laughs> middle America racetracks, like you can fucking smell like the toxic masculinity yep. of the places, right? Yep. You can smell the like, you shut the fuck up. Yep. You know what I mean? And oh, like, yeah. There's, I just, I've done it for 30 years, yeah. man. Like I've, I've lived it and actually like I've been that guy. Yeah. I've been the asshole on the track. I've been that guy that has completely lost his shit. And <laughs> there's plenty of people that will attest to that. However, a few years ago, probably six or seven years ago, I just, I kind of took that personality trait that was not a positive personality trait and flipped it and decided How do, you do that. Well, so what I decided, right, this is just. I know this is completely probably random, but I've decided to be more of a giver than I am a taker. So 
it was that moment where I decided to add more value into society, into society than I receive in payment. Once I decided to do that, everything changed, man. So are you just always doing that math problem and like balancing that scale? All the time. Like, have I put more in today yep. than I've taken out? Yep, I do that. It's a pretty good way to live. Yeah, well, it's, and that's, I mean, you're right. It, I mean, it is. But it's one of those things that I had to learn. It's a coping skill, right? Mm. And so, and it's a coping skill that, it took me 40 something years to figure out. And then once I did, things have been good. Do you find that interacting with the public and using the internet and things like that is like good for your brain or bad for your brain? For me personally, it's the best thing ever. It, uh, okay. Oh yeah. Hands down. I mean, it's so for you, it's like kind of like it. getting out of your own head yes, a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. So I never, ever thought that so the helmet for me, when I put on the helmet, it's my medication. Mm. It's the, that is my drug. That's my pill. Right? Because you're forced to turn everything else. Exactly. Yeah. My focus has I like to that be about motorcycles a lot. Oh yeah, it's it, like you you put on the hard hat and everything else. People keep can telling me off, to get right? one of those uh, Senna things for my helmet. Oh yeah, the Bluetooth, yep. the music. Oh, it's great. You listen, to it. he goes, dude. My favorite thing about my fucking little it's a scooter it's like a real motorcycle okay. I ride a Yamaha Zuma scooter oh you have a Zuma yeah, yeah nice it's shit yep. I will fucking die on that <laughs> it rules but the best thing about it by far is the off yes it's I'm here right now and I'm doing this and even if I can feel my phone vibrate in the pocket who like, cares right can't do anything yep. about it that exactly. guy's gotta wait yep and like I don't want to. I don't want that world coming into my head, yep. when, literally into my fucking head, yep. when I'm on a motorcycle. And I imagine that when you're when you're racing, it's got to be the same. Oh, it's like the, the fucking tunnel yep. vision, right? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's spot on. I mean, you, you explained it probably just exactly how I how I would. Are you misty? Are you red misty though, or can yes. you can you be a professional at the same time? <sighs> this fucking disorder. I swear <laughs> on my life. I, you know what? That is so truth right there. Like, because the second that you said it, I don't know if you saw the grin yeah, on I know my I face, did. man. It's, and it sucks because for the most part, I'm chill, man. Like, I'm good. But fuck me, man. Like, when I get, when that blood red hits yeah. well someone literally stands there and goes gentlemen start your engines they're not talking about the fucking trucks exactly are they? <laughs> yeah they're not they're not yeah exactly so yeah the the blood red is is there and so yeah i get i get pretty aggressive i'm i'm i think I'm your a, adrenal gland gland right. might be working at a, a special type of level as well no actually it doesn't work anymore believe it or not i actually How wore, does that work? oh i wore it out work. yeah really yeah wore it out seriously like seriously i have to th i I no take medic. I take medication because I've wore out my adrenal glands. No way. So that's like a thing you can do. I didn't know, but yeah, it is. How many people? Like, I would love to see a documentary featuring exclusively people who have worn out their adrenal glands. Oh my god, that would be and awesome. Telling us their 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 three craziest stories. Like, who the fuck wouldn't want to watch that? Man, but three people who've got no adrenaline left. <laughs> They've used a lifetime of adrenaline already. Uh -oh. They would just be lighting their hand on fire <laughs> while telling the story, yeah. bored out of their mind. This is lame. Like yeah. Stevo. No you, fucking oh way god. that dude's well, got adrenaline Pastrana, left. I mean, how, like, yeah, any of those guys well, yeah. that yeah. operate yeah. in yeah. that, you know. Yeah, he, 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 he Travis has the same thing. So He's it, like wow. I don't know about him. Well, he, he just, they, they, 
we don't assess risk. And when I say we, I'm not saying that I compare with Travis. Travis is a stud, right? He's he's just he's the man. He's, well, but you guys are. I mean, he's got a skill set. You've got a exactly, skill set. Exactly. The same. There's similarities there. So yeah, he don't have the fear either. Exactly. And and I really think and I think maybe this is probably why I have this this mentality is I always told myself like this was back when I was I think 19 I told myself that the second that I was afraid of either crashing because of money or crashing because of, of getting hurt I quit but seriously like, I'll stop because if you drive scared you're gonna get hurt man no, I just had a fucking yeah, as I, soon as you said <laughs> that you know it just came into my head Here we go. it came into my head was fucking cold trick cold oh, trick cold going I'm more scared of being nothing than I am of being hurt I'm sorry for laughing oh my at God. that but like as soon as you said that I just got a Tom Cruise fucking right <laughs> God top gun here we go did you see the trailer oh yeah how how excited are you? Well, yeah. I mean, the only person that's not excited is Goose. <laughs> Anthony Edwards is going, fuck! <laughs> Dude, what the hell? The fucking royalties, bro! <laughs> I, I, I got to balance out my excitement of the Top Gun trailer. Did you see the trailer for Cats? Oh, I didn't. Bro. Okay. <laughs> so here's what they've done. <laughs> Cats, they've turned into a live-action film. Okay. With humans dressed as cats. Okay. That's the movie. It's it's humans doing the play in a move in a movie dressed as cats. Look, ah, ah okay. Like, there's there's I, nothing I want to see less. Like you gotta understand. Really like isn't. I could have even been sold on this if they like Lion King did. Like if they oh, actually Lion King made been good. No, I, I want to see Lion King, but like if they made it with like digital cats. Like if they CGI'd actual cats and it was cats, but with cats, not with humans Wait dressed as cats. Is this a movie or is it yes, theater? It's a movie. What? That's a still from the movie. Oh jeez. That's Taylor Swift as a cat, by the way. Shut which, up. How long do you think before someone in Russia says, <laughs> "Listen, sweetheart, you're playing Taylor Swift's vagina, which we are going to superimpose on Taylor Swift as a cat." Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna like deep fake Taylor Swift cat porn within days. I'm telling you. But hours. I'm, hours. I saw the first half of this movie trailer and almost threw up in my mouth. Really? <laughs> yes. Okay, so, so I cannot. Look at, wait, look at Dame Judy Dench. What <laughs> in the good hell? <laughs> Dame Judi, M, stop! Okay, I don't think, do it. I think M. I need to leave right now. Oh my god, I just threw up a little bit. Yeah, we've hit the skits. So, okay, so I have to add one more thing onto this, right? So as I'm, I went, I had a show this morning that I did, and then I went back to the hotel room uh -huh. and was waiting for my Uber to come here, right? Super excited, so I flip on the TV. The fucking irony behind this is sickening so no judging people so i flip on the tv and click down a couple buttons and it's the ellen show right nothing like, wrong with like, all right you know she's awesome i she's she's great well literally the dude that plays in the cats oh no he was on the show and they oh, were talking no, the about it cats yeah oh, well I, so, I don't blame ellen daytime's a rough gig yeah right <laughs> Ellen I mean, DeGeneres, I've, uh, as a watch i'm a, a watch fan i'm a watch nerd got you ellen DeGeneres has the illest watch collection. Yes. Millions and millions and millions of dollars in watches. Seriously? I've I've seen just seen pictures of her wearing at least twenty million dollars in watches. What? Yeah. What? Like she all, had, like multiple on one hand? All, no, no, not at once. But just pull up any like top right. Well, that, that's the one she's wearing in her special I on mean, the I top can, right. That's I, a Paul Newman Daytona that's like two hundred and fifty grand. 
Then there's yeah, a wow. there's a pa- there's I see two paddocks. There's a paddock. The next one is a paddock. Aquanaut. That's fifty. Yep. Right there. So that's two watches. Three hundred grand. Then <laughs> go to the second from the top left. The blue one. That's right a there. GMT blueberry yeah, in I that, that condition. That's probably fifty to sixty thousand dollars. And it's on and on and on and on and on and and she wears men's watches and she has a fucking exquisite taste. I had no wow. idea. Ellen is a baller she, in the watch circuit. Wow. I literally pull up. There's a there's an Instagram that I can't remember the name of right now. Watchwars.com. No, there's a bunch of like celebrity watch spotter Instagrams, but um, there's one that's just like, what's Ellen wearing on her fucking show today? <laughs> what like what watch is she? And it's always something fire. Wow. Always. She has a she has incredible, incredible taste. Incredible taste. Really, really great. Wa- really huh. best watch. Whatever. That's the anyway, fun fact for today, man. For for Ellen. Yes. Yep. Um. What else do we want to talk about? Your book, Bulletproof. Yeah, Bulletproof. We didn't we, forget about that we, one. No, we didn't forget about it. We, <laughs> so we danced around it. Yes. Tell us about the book, because that's technically why you're here. No, yeah, I, I mean technically. I mean, now I, that you're fucking here and I know how cool you are, you have an open <laughs> invite in this yeah, show. Yeah, perfect. I, you know what? You've got extra room over here. Next I'll, time you're coming back, perfect. Crash on the couch. Yeah, perfect. So what's the book about? So the book literally is an account of my life from pretty much the second I was born until about 37. Took me 10 years or so to write. Uh, It was um, never supposed to be a book, Mm. believe it or not. What was it supposed to be? It was not supposed to be anything. So uh, the story goes like this. My youngest brother at the age of 20 um, overdosed on opiates and it killed him. So at his funeral, I was sitting next to my grandmother and she was telling me and explaining to me how important it was to write down my feelings and thoughts every day. So I went home and I'm like, you know what? Instead of doing it that way, I want to write something for my children because my Mm. children are young, right? I mean, then they were young. When you're a child at seven, eight, nine years old, you have no concept of what your parents are going through, right? Like, there's, totally. there's no way yeah. that, that we could fathom that. It took me a lot of therapy to fucking just <laughs> right? talk to my father <laughs> about what it was like to be my father. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. So what I wanted to do is create something for my children that when they turned 30, mm. where I felt like they could actually comprehend it, I would hand them these papers and yeah. say, look, read about your dad. So I wrote this thing and it was like 300 pages, right? Took me forever to do and I sent it off to an editor because I wanted to clean it up just a little bit. It was like a diary or like just advice or was it? I actually wrote it kind of in book format, Uh um, more of just storytelling. Yeah. It's just just stories. Okay. And so when I sent it off to the editor, because I I needed her to clean it up just a little bit, um, I'm not an educated person. Uh, when it comes to schooling, by no means, I do have great life experience. But when it comes to like writing, uh, uh-uh. and but I don't, it's hard. and I don't, and I don't read very well either. So it was, a, it was a hard task to do. So I sent it off to the editor, and I literally got a call back in two days, and she's like, "Oh my god, who's this? You?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's me." And she goes, "This needs to be a book." Everyone take note. This is exactly how books work. Yeah, this is, I get, this is how books work. You get, the, you get the editor that that is the person that will pump you up, and a good yeah. editor, even if you have shit for content, they'll talk you into writing a book. Everybody's got an editor. John Steinbeck had an editor. Every, really? Everybody has a fucking editor, dude. That's true. James I mean, Joyce had an editor. Do they all have ghostwriters, though? 
No, but a lot do. Yeah. A lot, uh, I mean. Most yeah, of them do. I don't know about a lot, but like people do. Yeah. A lot of people where it's like, that guy wrote a book. No Probably way. not. Yeah. But so it's a good thing if you don't. I mean, yeah. Well, so I, I went through the whole thing and then I, to polish it up at the very, very end when I finally decided, okay, I, I got talked into doing this, the book thing. And so it's like, all right, I better make sure that this is very, very professional. So we got the ghostwriter. She filled in a couple of the gaps and the way we went, man. And it has been, it has been an, a ride for sure. Yeah? Yeah. You open it, chapter two and it's like thunder crackled as the dragon roared. You're like, <laughs> I think we've added too much. Yeah, wait a minute. This is not Final Fantasy 17. What is going on? Do you find the book uh, to be therapeutic as well as like, you know, possibly a, a tangent away from, uh, you know, just being a, a, a racer and team owner? I, <laughs> you're going to laugh. I've never read my own book, man. Hmm. I wrote it. Right? No, I meant the act of writing it versus I don't think you sit there and reread it. Yeah. So, but I, it doesn't get in the way. It, it, it just doesn't. Um, like I said, when it, when it comes to the racing part of it, the, the extreme focus that I have takes away all the other shit. Mm -hmm. It's the other six days a week. It's the the other six days that are the rough ones. Right. And, and so, and I guess that's ultimately the hard thing about the disorder is even though I'm able to talk here and, and still be, you know, somewhat fluent in English, I still struggle with it, man. Like I wake up every morning thinking, all right, do you want to stay in bed today yeah. or are you going to get up? So, and this is truth, man. Like you guys between like what my PR has done, I have literally been in bed for the last month. Really? Not very many people know this. Just because A lot of people know this now, Well, now, right? if, now if yeah. you do, but just because just you've been drained from it? No, dude. Like, I was in a severe um, bipolar depression. Oh, man. Severe. So, do, you, do you take medication? So, yeah, I do. Um, most of it's my helmet, but I haven't been able to race for a little bit. So, mm. just we've had some things happen, and, and so my racing has kind of slowed down this year. We'll pick back up here shortly, but... What about practice? Like, if you know you don't, if you know you don't have a race this month, you're going, oh, fuck. I don't have a race. I'm not going to get the fix. I'm not yeah. going to get the focus. Like, but if you go into a practice day or session or something, so is that like a little, you know, it picks pick me up. You up? A, it mm. picks me up a little bit. But do you know what's really, really rad about that is shows like this and being able to do these podcasts and be able to be on TV and to be able to bring this message of mental health. Dude, it does the ex- it does the exact same thing. Oh, that's good. It's awesome. Yeah. So that wow. so that physically fills the five days, the Monday through Friday. Well, Monday through Thursday. So you get enough days. like the endorphins from yep. like feeling like you're helping. That's exactly. awesome. Yeah. So I mean, to be able to be on stage and to see that you're the people relating to my mm. stories, right? And to be able to see or have people come up to me and give me the hug and say, "Dude, like that was awesome. Thank you." It means a lot. You know what I found is really the hardest part about uh, I've I, I I've dealt with a lot of bipolar disorder like in my life with other people, mm-hmm. uh, girlfriends, family members. <laughs> They're all bipolar. On, on and on. <laughs> Actually, you know, re- genuinely, yeah. you know, medicated and, and yep. otherwise. Um, and I found that like it's there's so much denial. Oh yeah, dealing with it like people. They either, they don't want to, you know, you, you don't want to accept that you have it or either there's something wrong or there's a, there's, 
and especially when they kind of go into the manic state, and if it's a long manic state, maybe mm-hmm. it's months or so, and or you years. think you're better, and you stop taking your yep. medications, and then it turns into a fucking complete disaster. Oh, it's a shit show. And it's really like take cover yep. situations. You know, really, really bad stuff can happen. And, yep. And so, like, when you're... It, when you're speaking to to people, do you have a way to like help them to sort of feel like it's okay to like admit that it's like a problem and that it's just like a thing? Yeah. But you need to like deal with that, and that like by actively not dealing with it, like you're you're making you're making your own life into a shit show. Exactly. This is how I explain it to people, right? So your heart is an organ. Your liver's an organ. Lungs are an organ. Kidneys are an organ. Well, guess what's also an organ? Your fucking brain, right? Your brain's an organ. The thing is, is your brain also controls all the rest of your organs. So, if you have cancer, you're going to go to the doctor. You're going to get chemo. You're going to get treatment, right? That's just what you do. The problem is, is society has this stigma that's put on mental health that you don't talk about it. It's it's embarrassing, right? the comments that I hear there that I've heard in the past is it's all in your head, right? Well, no the, shit, The irony man. of that statement. Exactly. <laughs> like, no this shit. is the exact problem, sir. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> why this that's is what happening. I've been saying. It is in my head. Fuck you. Yes. So, <laughs> when they it's find- like a mechanic going, well, the problem is uh, your car's broken. That's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that was funny. That, that, that was funny right there. So, yeah, I mean- at the end of the day, it is what it is. You know, I mean, we all struggle. We all have whatever issue that we have. Mine just happens to be bipolar disorder. You know, I mean, we walk down the street and we see so many people. We interact with so many people, yet we don't take time enough to actually ask people if they're doing okay. Whether it be our close family, our friends, or even the people that you meet at the damn grocery store, for hell's sakes. There's nothing wrong with having having a conversation Someone with Someone came person. up to me at the grocery store and was like, hey, man, are you okay? I, I think that might be weird. I don't know. God, maybe no, that's, what, maybe I that's why point. I have the judge totally saying that you. I can't do that. God, I, you Is know that what? why I can't go by schools anymore? Man, Fuck. restraining orders. I, I, hey, kids, you okay? You know what? I understand now why I came on this show. Thank you. I, I completely get it. It's okay unless the judge says it's not. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, anyway. um, I don't know where to go from there. That's go. Do yeah. But I mean, if you know, if you're in a grocery store and you see someone who looks like they're just about to like lose their mind, I don't know. Sometimes you can just pick up. You're like, you could ask that person if they're all right. Like, yeah, well, like a really it, fucked day. It's it, it's crazy. So it it's like the comment that I said. It's it's important. I mean, at least for me, it's important that I give more in value to society than I receive in payment. So that being said. I, that's what I try to do with my life. So literally every time that I drive down the road and I see someone with a sign up, I need food, man, I'll take them to the grocery store. I won't necessarily give them the money, but I'll put them in my car. I'll drive them to the grocery store and I'll buy them food. I do that all the time. Do you really? Oh yeah, dude. Christmas time, Christmas time, Mm. Christmas time is the best. I will go to the utility offices around my area. I'll pick five different cities and I'll go in and I'll, Tell the, I'll ask the city person to pick the top 10 people who have the largest balances. Fuck out of here. And I'll pay them off. Seriously? Dude, it's Christmas time, bro. You just pay random people's listen, bills? That's yes. That's but, so awesome. But listen, though. I have been on the other side. I have been 
I have woken up on a Christmas morning with no heat and no fucking power. I know what it's like. I thought you were going to say you woke up and someone had paid your bill. I was going to say No, what? no, no. So I just, I know what it's like to not have anything. And so I kind of put it into the hands of the, pre- the people that are taking my money of picking the people. And I'm hoping that just in that, because I don't want them do to the know Do the tellers at the window say that, that, are they surprised when you do this? Every time. They are, okay. Yeah. It's not like, oh, we got another one. It's not, no. not like there's people lined up to do this. No, right? it's, I, what's crazy is like, every time I go in, they're like, oh, it's you again. I'm like, has anybody else? No, no one else has done that. And, and it's, I mean, it's sad, but on the flip side of that, you can't force people to give, right? No. I, I mean, we give what we can give, and that's and that's what it is. I find that I always give more than I have. Ugh, story of my life, but it's okay though because I'm happy with that. I mean, if that makes you happy, yeah. if that's where if that's where you get your missing adrenaline, from, yeah, that's that's <laughs> you know, God that, bless. That's probably what's happened is I've went from this crazy race guy, and now no, I'm still this crazy race guy. You can be both. Yeah. I think it's important to show that you can be both. I think if if most people think that you either have to be someone who is mentally healthy and charitable or you have to be a bad, tough racing driver, I think that's a false dichotomy. Yeah. Well, it doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, it literally doesn't. It might work for some people, but. The math just doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it catches up to you eventually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you got questions, uh, get up in the super chat. Let's uh, let's see what you got. Let's see what you got, and then we're gonna get out of here in just a few. Jeez, uh, I can't pronounce that. The dingbaum, the dingbaum, the dingbaum. Yeah, dingbaum. Uh, oh, enjoy the sherp video. Do you know what a sherp is? Sherp. Yeah, get us up. Give me a picture it's from from my Instagram. Is fine of the sherp. Uh, sherp is a is a fully off. A, a, an all-terrain vehicle. Oh, it can go check over fucking. Out. It can go over fucking everything, and it can also float. So you can drive it into water. You can drive it into frozen lakes. Um, it's really, really fun. It's. <laughs> Have you been in one? Yeah, I reviewed it for Road and Track. Oh, it was amazing. I went to Northern Minnesota and drove it. Does I, it have any power at all? No, it's not fast. No, it's, but it's all about it's about gearing and going over. So it's like forty-five horsepower, but you can drive it over. Like um, a K rail, like a Jersey barrier. Oh, really? Like literally, you can approach a Jersey barrier from a ninety degree angle. I've up it and down the other side, like that. So it's a king in the hammers run. Unstoppable. Yeah. Well, so that that was actually it's very slowly. It's very not very. Slow. I think the top slowly. speed is like is like twenty five miles an hour. It's oh, not that, very fast. Yeah, it's a but it can. Dude, hour. I I am not like an amazing off roader. I have like this much experience. Yeah. I'm okay. But you just, I mean, it's a joke. It's really a joke. Hey, you just fucking go over anything you want. Wow. The coolest thing about it is the central tire inflation system. Okay. Um, CTIS, which. It, rather than having a compressor to fill up mm-hmm. the tires, it literally diverts the engine's exhaust into the tires themselves. So you just flip this valve wow. and mat the throttle, and it fills up these fucking massive tires in 30 seconds with diesel exhaust. Oh, my God. Yeah. Of course, when you then have to go <laughs> uh, you know, drop your PSI, it just vents all this nasty-smelling diesel into wow. the air. But it's still really, really cool. Uh, the question, he had a question about it there was a question in there somewhere uh he said would it work would it on work in, moab? in moab oh um, yeah i've definitely been slick in moab. Rock. so uh yes it does work on the slick rocket moab there's a guy who's got a youtube channel i think it's called osta cruiser who took one on moab and it did very well really yes how high is the center of gravity compared to like 
I don't know, a I lifted don't ring or something. Fucking no. Okay. I don't know. They it, do look. It, they do look pretty tall. Like, are they tippy? Do they feel tippy? Well, they're really light Not at the really, top, dude. right? I drove. Wow. We drove over. I drove over. Like, imagine you took a huge, huge like dump truck, multiple dump trucks, okay. full of logs, okay, big logs from a tree. And just dump them in a Wait, huge logs pile. Logs from a tree. Got it. Okay. Like, I'm sorry. Not not like cut logs. Like raw, yeah, round, round, it. not quartered. Got right? it. Dump them in a huge pile, thirty feet tall. Okay. This thing just drove up the pile of loose giant logs and down the other side wow. like it was f- nothing. I drove up the side of a Camry and over a Camry like it was nothing. I mean, I I think like. There might be on some like if you have really a crazy yeah. side angle, maybe. Um, it, the question was, does it, does it have a cage? No, it does not have a cage. Um, if you That's really, surprising. it's not really meant for that. Um, yeah. It's meant for really cold weather rescue type situations, overlanding that type of thing. They drove one across Russia without using roads, and it has a twenty, <laughs> it has a twenty five hundred mile range. Wow. Yeah. 12 hours a day for 10 days is the range. Oh it's crazy. It's it's a badass rig. And it can't... Go look at that videos of that Osta Cruiser guy. Uh, he does take it in Moab. I, I don't know if... I don't know how you feel about rolling it. I probably wouldn't want to. But uh, thank you, sir. 81. Thoughts on the new Bronco mules? Some having a solid front axle versus some having independent front suspension. You're nodding. Justin, do you from, are you familiar with this? A little bit. Okay. Uh, will Ford leave the rock crawling market to Jeep or try to compete? Well, I have to say the new Defender has an independent front yep, suspension. It sure does. And people are awful confident about that. Yep. What are, do you, what are your thoughts? Are you a, are you a fan of the Bronco no. that could be coming back? No, no? I'm not. No, well, I'm not. I why mean, not? I just I'm not, man. I it's a Jeep. I'm. Are you a Jeep guy? I'm a Jeep guy. Okay. I, it, it, it's because it's off road, right? It's I mean. It's a Bronco too. Have right? you off-roaded other things besides Jeeps? No. This so, is some pretty. They, they've they've gotten pretty good at this. Yeah. Well, it's. Oh, I do like that. That boxy Bronco mule does look rather nice. Now I, think I that's do a like rendering. That. That's I don't know if that's real. Is that the one that um, Dwayne Johnson drove in uh, Rampage? Do you remember uh, that yeah. movie? Yeah. Is, yeah, is, yeah. is this the, oh, is this the concept one that he yes, that he was a in? Concept. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's something like that. Okay, I'm going to retract my statement and saying no if to Bronco. If that's it, it looks cool. If that's it, yeah. I'm down. <laughs> I guess like the new Corvette. Do you like it or hate it? Um, that was actually the next question. That was the next question. Oh. We, we, um, we've we talked about it a bit. Um, I like it. I think I, th- I like it. Mm-hmm. I think they did have to go mid-engine. I Absolutely. think that was the right decision. Yeah. I think for their... Yeah, there's the Bronco Mule with the rock. Yep. And... Um, I think they made a. I read some of the articles about the details, and I think they made a lot of really smart decisions. The center of gravity is nice and low. I think their packaging is really interesting. They say that they've made the footwell the same width as the car before, which oh. for a mid-engine car would be very impressive. Um, wow, I, how would they do that? I don't know. I think they, they started by doing a sort of tunnel design with okay. minimum footwell requirements and then just building and everything just build else around, around that. That makes sense. Um, however... <laughs> However, so here, Zach, pull up that that shot you've got there, the, mm-hmm. that, the stage shot. Punch in on that. So we saw these images. This is the car that pulled out onto the stage, right at the, at the reveal the yep. other day. Yep. Um, and then I saw some pictures of another one. Do you have the the, the blue one, Zach? The blue one on the street looked like just like Google, like driven uh, driven on street. Like oh, there, second row on the right. Yep. So then they pulled up this one. Wow. Which to me, and I tweeted that 
it looks cheaper. It does. And I think, could you have both up? I think it's yeah. because, look, they've lowered this one on the stage. The one, look, go back to the blue one. Good call. That man. is the pr- actual production ride height. The one on the stage is either on a custom lowered suspension or it's weighed or ratcheted down a thousand fucking percent. Oh, and I guaranteed. also think it's. I also think in some of the press photos that it's ratcheted down or weighed down to that to that stage height. And there's another shot of the car driving that blue one. You're right over it. Yeah. Yep. So pull that up. Look at the front wheel gap there. And and I just think you know, look, this isn't unique to Corvette. Okay, this yes. is all cars from concept to production. Exactly. I just knock something over. I don't know. They do, they do ride higher. The wheels do look smaller. All yeah. of that kind of stuff. But I just think that I stand by my statement that the one driving down the street looks an awful lot cheaper than the one sitting on the stage. Yep. That's just my opinion. Yep. No, I I mean what what it's a sixty seventy thousand dollar car. Yeah, so sixty thousand starting, but trust me, what you want is Buck at 80. a minimum. No, 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 no. At a minimum, you want the Z fifty one package. Like I, I've driven all the Corvettes. My theory, and it's not necessarily. There's, no one's ever confirmed this, but my theory is the Z51 is the cars the engine engineers want to sell you. Got you. The base car is the car the bean counters cut down from that. That makes sense. You know sense. what I mean? Yep. They, the engineers don't build the base car and then go, what are you doing there, buddy? Hey. Sorry, I was, I was trying to pull up this blue picture from CNET the, and uh, start playing it. You know, the engineers don't go, okay, here's the base car. This is the best we can do. Six months later, now the Z51 is yeah, the best we can do. Exactly. It doesn't work like that. Yep. Not at fucking GM. Yeah, no, no way. <laughs> and also, I think the, uh, the surfacing, I think GM's lighting and color choice were very smart at the launch. Oh, of course. Because that torch red and those wheels and those lighting, it looks very rich, whereas the color on the on that blue on the street, I think. They had a blue one at the launch as well, uh, yeah. but it was parked. Where did it, um, I think they left it off the stage. I, you know, I, I look, I'm, I'm optimistic that it will drive well. Do I'm you, optimistic. Do you think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll drive good. I'm oh. optimistic that, that it's going to be a lot of car for the money, no matter what. No, of course. But... Cor- the Corvettes, there's a, a history there of the, the the production version. The wheels are a little smaller, yep. and the ride height's a little higher, and the gaps are a little bigger, and 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 you go from something that looks incredibly exotic on the stage to a significantly less exotic product that hits the road. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's what I'm worried about. Yep. But on the other hand, their powertrain guys and their chassis guys yes. typically are people. Look at the fucking ride height there. Now that could be a raised suspension. I I don't know if that if that has a, is that a raised setting, but that's definitely higher than oh, the car that was on the Yeah, uh, absolutely. The stage. And uh, like I know, I know my my Audi, so I have an RS7. Ooh, those are Ooh, lovely. Jesus. So awesome. That's a great Utah car. Uh, it is a great. Got a lot a, of room in Utah to let that room. rip. Oh yeah. So That's a big boy car. But then I also I put on bigger turbos and oh, exhaust did you really? and oh, all you sorts dirty, of stuff. Are we surprised? Yeah, are we surprised? I mean, have, I mean, you, have you dynoed it? What's it making? I'm scared to say, man. <laughs> no, no, say. It's gotta be like over, okay. eight over a thousand. Is it over a thousand oh, in an oh, RS7? Yeah. Oh That's my god, delightful. Yeah, mm. it's it is probably the most <laughs> wow. incredible thing ever. You're a lunatic. I have been. I've had the opportunity to own a lot of rad cars. Oh yeah, this is my favorite. Give us a give us a give us a highlight reel. Oh my god, <laughs> what are you fucking John Olson with this? <laughs> Here, wait, Zach, pull up this this camera. Look at, look at this. <laughs> Holy. What? 
Yeah, it's, yeah, it's very subtle. It's like the, the yeah, it's subtle. Guy. Yeah, that, that's it, that's it what it is. Reminds me of a John Olsen car. It's got, <laughs> but it's got the um, it's got the uh, the Yoast Audi racing livery, which yes. I really like. You like your that color one? choice is very good there. So it's, like, it's pretty fucking aggressive though, but it matches your shoes. Yep. See that? <laughs> Did it. you get those shoes to match that car? Oh my god, perfect. dude! Are we going to talk about you? I have more shoes than it's humanly possible. Yeah, look, look at John. See, John Olson's car is basically the wagon version of what you've got. Oh, look with, at with that! Canard, with canards all over. <laughs> I don't know about those rear canards. I don't really know what those are doing, but wow. that's fucking awesome. John Olson rules. That is a dope yeah, car. That is our yeah RS six Avant. Daddy, is that, that what that is? Yeah, it's the RS6 wagon. Wow. You can't you can't get that in America. Yeah, you can't get it here. It's bullshit. Yep. You can buy a couple. Uh, uh, Paul Walker actually imported one of those one when he was alive, and he spent a fucking a absurd amount of money just to it. get it here. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Federalizing was, was stupid, it and the yeah. whole the whole thing. Yeah, the whole exactly. Deal. And uh, somebody bought it. And then, and they did not pay him what he put into it. I don't know, <laughs> and I, I don't know what the car disappeared, but it's around. It's still around. Zach, what else we got? Anything else? I saw a couple more. Not that. Whoop, whoop. Zach, why are you losing things? Oh, here's an off-road question. James Pauling wants to know, King Shocks versus Fox, uh, Fox Shocks for a street truck and weekend dune fun. Wow. All right. Well, we'll do a little bit of a sponsor plug here. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's okay. So, um, no, I, I am a king guy. Okay. I, I am a king shock all the way through. So we used to run Fox on all of our stuff and we switched over and we've just had more success with, with the Kings when it comes to street stuff and light use, man, I don't know. Like I would probably, I probably would go with Fox. I had a Raptor and I liked the yeah. Fox shocks. Yeah. I thought they were good. Yeah. And that, and that's just, I mean, it's kind of hard to say I don't, either you, one of you, them are bad. Can you, is there a real difference in company philosophy or their product? You know what? Not really. Is, I mean, I mean, the, more professional grade kind of stuff, racing stuff, man, I, they're both, I mean, King of course is not as big as Fox, but they, I mean, both companies are amazing to work with, at least the guys that I work with. I mean, they're amazing. So we would go out to, to Barstow and, and do our testing and we'd have Fox out there when we had when we were running the, their suspension or we'd have King show up. So, you know, I mean, I can't I can't say either one of them are, are horrible um, because they're not. I think they're both amazing. I just for me, I prefer the King because that's what I run. Cool. I'll take the expert opinion on yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, last one before we get out of here. Will says, "Should I get a Grand Cherokee Eco Diesel or a Ram fifteen hundred Eco Diesel? Pros and cons. Comparison for each. Used for twenty fourteen each around twenty k. Remember Nino had one of them, Zach, the Eco Diesel. I didn't his know that. Nino had, did. His dad had the Ram Eco Diesel." And they lemon lawed it because it was a fucking mess. <laughs> oh, and wow. they and they they got him to buy a gas powered one with an unlimited mile lifetime warranty on it. And Nino's driving it. No. Oh, that's the one he has, yeah, the Cherokee. Yeah, oh, okay. That thing has. They keep trying to call him and trying to buy it back because yeah. it's got unlimited wow. mile lifetime warranty. That's how bad they didn't want him to. to <laughs> when they bought back the Eco Diesel. Oh my god. Um, so the real diff. I mean, you look Grand Cherokee Eco Diesel versus Ram 1500 Eco Diesel. Are you aware of how big a Ram is compared to a Grand Cherokee? That's the first yeah. question. A Ram 1500 is a big motherfucking truck. Yep. A Grand Cherokee is a pretty normal-sized vehicle. If you don't actually need a half-ton truck, 
Like if you don't can't think of actual activities that you need that truck to do, tow something, haul something, yep. whatever the fuck, don't buy a pickup truck. Yeah. You're literally making the world a worse place <laughs> if you buy a pickup truck that you don't need. Exactly. If you're gonna if you're gonna drive it around, it's like so. I have my street truck is yeah. this big lifted Chevy, right? Uh-huh. It never sees off road. I never take it off road. Well, yeah. I can't say that. I mean, we do pull the race car with it, so it's. Um, but it when I'm not pulling anything with it, yeah. it's a street truck, yeah. and it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It's okay, but it's big, you know. You I mean, race trucks. You have. You're in a gray area. Yeah, there. yeah. This yeah, is just yeah. a regular person with a Got wants it. a regular car. Yeah, yeah. I just. I don't know. Like, I just spent a week with a Ram, and it, it's. It was lovely as far as half ton trucks go. It was a lovely truck. Yeah, but they're but big though. It's huge. Yeah, the, big. the shortest Ram 1500 from 2014 is 209 inches. Yeah, and dude. a Grand Cherokee is 190. Wow, basically. That's so, the shortest Ram. That's yeah. not, you know, it's two feet cap. shorter. Yeah, that's a that's big a difference when you're parking. Yeah, that's the shortest yeah, that's one. That's the shortest one. Wait. Yeah, you could be 237 inches long, <laughs> which yeah. is about four feet. That's more big. longer than yeah. the Grand Cherokee. Yeah, like I had, like my car, I lost a, a space in my garage when I put one in my garage. No, that's of course, how big it is. No, I definitely get um, that one. Cool. Well, that was a great show, man. Thank ah, you. Plug man. the book. Plug the book. Plug where, the book. Where can we buy the book? You can get the book at justinpeck.com. Uh, we've got it um, there. We, it's on Amazon as well. Uh, the website. Have you, have you read an audio book for it yet? Ah, man, I can't read very well. That's uh, the issue. Mm. I can read. Like, don't get me wrong. I can read, but I just, I don't read very well. And so what happens is I'll read like a paragraph, lose my train of thought, oh, and then no. I have to fucking do it all over again. It'd be a funny recording. You'd be like, God it damn be. it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm right in the middle. Oh, wait a this minute. Is Hold the on. real me. Edit. So, yeah, I'm actually looking for someone that can audiobook it for me. Yeah. Get and, someone with a, just a great like voice it sounds nothing like you yeah like, i'll just have to get on like, my- a, like a 25 year old british woman yeah there you go <laughs> i was raised in utah for my entire life i wanted to race motorcycles in utah <laughs> oh my god see what like alec baldwin's rate is <laughs> oh jeez. oh man and while you're at it see the delorean movie with alec baldwin if you want to see some fucking weird out there shit i actually googled the delorean you can still buy those brand new DeLorean? Yes. Well, yes and no. Well, yes and no, right? In Texas, in Humble, Texas, yeah. is DMC, and they have outposts. There's one in Florida. There's one here in LA. Oh. Um, I had a DeLorean that they restored for me you did. back in the day. I, 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 I sold it a couple of years ago, but they're lovely people, and you can, you can buy a, quote, new one, but what you are buying is literally a car assembled from parts oh that like new old stock parts gotcha um and uh you can do that i don't recommend you do yeah i recommend if you really want a delorean if that's your thing <laughs> to find one that's most of the way there and have those guys finish it off so it's yeah, nice. that makes sense i recommend that. yeah that makes sense uh justinpeck.com get the book uh I I fucking want to read this thing. I want next time you're in LA, you definitely need to come back on this program, dude. This yeah, please do. That I was lovely. Always be here. I enjoyed having you in. That was great. I didn't really know what to expect. Guy with a book, you never know. <laughs> you never your, know. Your headshot's pretty awful serious. Cat catfish baby. Yeah yeah no definitely cat. But you don't get no one ever gets catfish in a good way. When the fuck does that happen? Catfishes are always they always go badly. This was way better. <laughs> um, what else is going on on this show on Wednesday? When uh, the twenty fourth? When's that? That's Tuesday. That's Thursday. That's, no, so that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Is today Wednesday? Fuck me. Today's Tuesday. Tomorrow's Today's Tuesday, the 24th. Tomorrow's the 24th. This Wednesday? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hope Tristan so. Eaton's coming in tomorrow, right? Is no, he tomorrow? comes in the 25th, which is Thursday. 
Okay. Day um, off. I think it's I think it's Tristan's coming in Thursday. I think it is. <laughs> he's an artist. He's amazing. He's, I haven't seen him in a long time. But um, are you checking that second? No, no keep, just keep talking. I think it's Thursday. It's, it is. It's Thursday. I'm also, the 25th, all right. Though. Cool. Thanks. I'm also. Uh, I've got videos coming out uh, in a couple weeks. I I've got like a. I made a bunch of videos in the last couple weeks, and I'm I'm my house. I'm overflowing with press cards. You know what I have right now is the Hennessy Ranger Raptor. Oh, Hennessy modified four Ranger Raptor. So it's got all the suspension yeah. shit, and it's got uh, like a tuned up EcoBoost. So we're gonna go mob that thing in the desert on Friday. You gonna go to Barstow? No, nah, we're gonna go out to like Hungry Valley. Oh, there you I go. don't. I yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a street vehicle. I don't, uh, I don't, yeah. I don't need to like like you know what I want to do? Go to Vegas without roads. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's go over here and like ruin a eighty thousand dollar ride. Totally. Yeah. But yes, we're gonna do that. Perfect. Um, that's it. Thanks for the watching. Uh, justinpeck.com is the book smoking tire podcast is powered by shout engine get your own damn podcast at shoutengine.com it's easy all you need is a microphone a connection to the internet and ideally something to say good night